You're listening to a podcast by the LGIU on our recent report in partnership with the Electrical Safety Council, House Proud, how councils can raise standards in the private rented sector. You can find out more information on the LGIU's website at www.lgiu.org.uk or on the Electrical Safety Council's website at www.esc.org.uk. The report looks at how local authorities are engaging with the private rented sector, an increasingly important part of the housing market in England and Wales, and how they can work to improve standards in the sector. It builds on research conducted earlier this year, which found that a third of councils are considering compulsory landlord licensing. The report is based on evidence taken from a survey of 178 councils, as well as a series of in-depth interviews with local housing teams. The research found that there is a clear desire for a more proactive relationship, with almost 8 out of 10 stating that they wanted to be more closely involved in the private rented sector in the future. In this short podcast, we hear from Phil Buckle, Director General of the Electrical Safety Council, and from Lauren Lucas, Policy Manager at the LGIU, on the report's key findings, the role of councils, and the report's recommendations. Firstly, we hear from Phil about the Electrical Safety Council's interest in the private rented sector. Well, the ESC has been campaigning on the uh, issue surrounding better homes in the private rented sector because through our research we've found that a greater proportion of homes are in poor condition than in other tenures. And we've also seen a rise in complaints from tenants about the safety of their electrical installation and their electrical products. And so what were the key findings of the report? Well, the report found that local authorities need greater freedom to enforce standards in the private rented sector. There is too much red tape and central government needs to cut that as it's undermining the ability of councils to tackle poor standards in the private rented sector. Local authorities have the responsibility to ensure adequate standards in the sector, but to do this effectively they must be able to operate freely without excessive centralising control. Next we hear from LGIU's Lauren Lucas on the role that councils play in the private rented sector and what more they can do to improve standards. The massive growth of the PRS has really raised the profile of the private rented sector for local authorities. We've got to remember that the number of people living in private rented sector properties has almost doubled between 2001 and 2011, which is hugely significant for local authorities and the way they work, given that they're responsible for upholding standards in the sector. And I think this is reflected in the response to our research which showed that most councils want to play a more proactive role in response to the PRS in future. The private rent sector has an important role to play in the housing market and while the majority of PRS properties meet appropriate standards, there are still challenges with property conditions in a significant minority of privately rented homes. And what can councils do to address these problems? Well, councils already play an important role in challenging poor standards in the private rented sector, but they do have limited resources. Um, To to do this more effectively, they have to be freed from some of the central government red tape that inhibits the way they work. There's never going to be a one-size-fits-all model for improving conditions in the PRS. Different areas of the country face very different challenges. But local authorities have to be given the freedom and capacity to respond flexibly to the needs of their local area and to work with the PRS to improve local standards. Next, we hear from Phil and Lauren about the report's recommendations. Well, the report calls upon government 
to amend the 2004 Housing Act, which currently prevents councils from licensing accommodation on the basis of poor conditions. The report also calls for government to give councils more power to recoup the cost of enforcements and to allow councils to choose to introduce compulsory accreditation if they feel it's necessary. Lauren, what are your views on the recommendations? I think firstly it's important to acknowledge that there are lots of good landlords out there and local government needs to work in partnership with them to support their work and enlist their help in improving standards in the sector more generally. So in the report we've made some suggestions as to how local authorities can do this. At the same time, we do have to acknowledge that there are real problems with the lower end of the private rented sector and people's lives are being put at risk. You're more than 4.4 times more likely to have a carbon monoxide incident if you're privately renting than if you're in another form of tenancy, for example. And, and you know, that's really not good enough. So we've also made some recommendations aimed at giving councils the freedom to respond to these challenges locally. You've called for more freedom for councils to use licensing to improve conditions in the sector. Can you explain why you focused on licensing in this report? Yes, I and mean, at the moment much of the legislation surrounding licensing and enforcement restricts what local authorities can do in relation to the private rented sector. If councils want to license private rented properties in a local locality in the same way that you might license a pub or a restaurant or a fast food outlet, they have to demonstrate either that there's antisocial behaviour in that area or that there's low demand for housing. If there are dangerous property conditions, you can't introduce a licensing scheme on that basis and we think that's wrong. Councils know their local area um, and should have more discretion to tackle the very different problems that they face. So that's why we're calling for this change to the 2004 Housing Act, to give councils more freedom to act in the best interests of their communities and to introduce licensing on the basis of poor conditions in the sector if they need to. Phil, do you have any thoughts on further action? The Electrical Safety Council is keen to work with local authorities who wish to be proactive in this area and we are open to providing support where necessary to see better housing conditions overall. This has been a podcast by the LGIU on our recent report in partnership with the Electrical Safety Council, House Proud, how councils can raise standards in the private rented sector. For more information, please go to the LGIU's website at www.lgiu.org.uk or the Electrical Safety Council's website at www.esc.org.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at LGIU and at Official ESC. Thanks for listening.